0: Before the Rings of Power, there were the Silmarils. Before Sauron, there was his master Morgoth. Before Aragorn and Arwen, there was Baron and Luthien. Join us as we explore Tolkien and all the ages of Middle-earth with your hosts from the OneRing.com, Jonathan Watson and Michael Grumbine. Well, guys, it's a new day here at Exploring Tolkien. As you, as you can tell, there one, there are only two of us, and that's okay. Dan will be back. He's taking hiatus for a little while. Two, if you're on YouTube watching us, look at that new background. Isn't that, isn't that nice? It's, uh, it's light. It's snowy? I don't know. Take a look. It's one of those scenes from Lord of the Rings.
1: It's actually uh, eminently appropriate for our new series.
0: That's right. It's a picture of when the Fro- Frodo drops the ring on uh, uh right before Boromir picks it up with a little bit of ai done to like get rid of the people in it and add some more background scene but it looks it looks pretty good um but this is a change we're still going to be doing the podcast as normal even though now as you know because you've read the title of this in your podcast or you've seen this on youtube um we are going through every film change in the lord of the rings every single one that's worthwhile talking about oh boy so as we start this complete list of film changes, finding every film change in The Lord of the Rings films by Peter Jackson, um, I want to talk about a little bit first about, about why we're doing this. And um it kind of goes back to when long ago, before I met you, Michael, I was I was working on thewondering.com with a few other guys, and we were known as a purist site. We were known as um the site that was always questioning the, the decisions that Peter Jackson was making in the films. Um and um, Newline still was open to working with us and talking with us and getting us involved and things like that. Um, and most of the discussions were on our message boards. And so, um, you know, if you remember what a message board is, it's not like Twitter or anything. Like that. You actually would have to have like sort of long form conversations with people. It was kind of fun. Uh, and so, th- that, in fact, Little tip, that forum is still online. If you go to forums.theonering.com, it's completely just read-only. You can't do anything with it. Uh, but the 3 million posts are still there. The 3 million purest posts. You can go back to, I think it's May or April of 2020. 20, two, sorry, nice. 2000. Uh, 23 years ago to see what people were talking about when they first saw the picture of the Balrog. Things like that. Um, and I think it's still like the largest Tolkien message boards on the internet with uh, 3.2 million posts or something like that. Uh, wow. Wow! And so uh, one, of the, one of the people who was on that forum was a guy named, Ancal- he called himself, and Calgon the Black, uh, he helped out with the site and he decided to start the complete list of film changes. And most of this is really due to his dedication to making sure that everything was listed in there. And it's been updated and changed over the years, but he was really the, uh, he was the firing gun that got us launched um, into doing that. And so now we feel like, you know, after seeing the, the rings of power and as we're trying to do, do that right there you don't see i'm wearing my my make tolkien great again hat which doesn't fit over my headphones but in, can i do this i don't know anyway make tolkien great again right this is we see so much that isn't doing this right that, that there are people who say they like tolkien but are completely okay with any change that they make to the to, to the author's works uh we've seen the rings of power which is which are just they're going off the deep end with their decisions and character characterizations uh and their writing style it's just it's bad. So I think it's worthwhile to go through and say like, okay, by going through every change in Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings, we can look at what worked for us, obviously, mm-hmm. what didn't work. We can get your feedback. You can, you can tell us what are the things that we missed um, when going through uh, the, the Lord of the Rings uh, going through all these film changes. Um, and as you can see, if I were to, uh, let's see, where, where is this? So, so right here. So, uh, you can go ahead and submit a change for us. So if we missed something, if we, as we're going through all these changes, if we missed something, go to the com slash changes, uh, and let us know what we missed. We'll, uh, store that in the in database. We'll get an email. We'll make sure we throw it into the list and we'll go through it. I mean, we're, 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 we'll go through this chronologically, but if we miss something obvious, let us know and we'll go back and do it again. There's, there's no harm exactly. in it, actually like, uh, and saying, like, oh, I'm sorry, we missed that part in The Lord of the Rings. We can't go back those three minutes in the film.
1: We should probably mention that we do reserve the right, as as you said in the beginning, it's all the ones worth talking about. There, there are probably thousands of changes if you get down to the to the brass tacks, a little yeah. changes um, here and there and that are about details that we don't find to be um, per, uh, important enough for the sake of storytelling. See, that, that's the lens that I look at this through, is... Tolkien is telling a story, and he's a master storyteller, and yeah. Jackson was trying to tell a story cinematically, and so the question is, the changes that were made, do they serve that end? That's the larger question. Do they serve the end of, of excellent storytelling?
0: Yep. So, so Go to the slash changes, and, um, and we'll make sure that well, I'll run it by Michael to make sure that he picks the ones that serve the the storytelling changes.
1: That yeah, was. and and, and there will be there will be some details that we that we cover just because we like them. So, for yeah. example, there's one about Legless, like Spoiler alert! And his boots versus <laughs> shoes. Um, and 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 people may say like that doesn't serve the story, but that's it's an inside joke with with Jonathan and 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 I. And, and Jonathan's great love of Legolas's uh, abil- his feet and his ability to defy <laughs> physics with them. So 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 we, we we keep some details in, but but by and large, we're not we're not trying to do yeah. cover every single detail, but we are trying to cover a vast number of changes that were made and what what we think about them.
0: Yeah, and so um, we're going to jump into that. We're going to do uh uh we're going to release two to three per week, and um, maybe four, maybe one. All depends how important they are and how much time we've got some of them are i think are going to be completely worth talking about in, in the longer form um, and we're still doing the podcast so the full long form podcast with uh, those three items will actually come out still every tuesday morning uh, we're back on schedule uh, so you can go to the dot com uh, or exploringtolkien.com to get the podcast or just look up Exploring Tolkien in any of your podcast apps and you can get it or um, you can be like one of our great members uh, at the dot slash member who uh, get the extended podcast and you can do that by just going to one.com slash member. It's $4 a month. The first month is free. So you can check out if you like it or not. Um, And we appreciate all of you who are uh, supporting us. We're getting, um, you know, a few supporters every month and it creeps up and up and up. And we're really thankful that uh, it keeps us going and it pays the bills and allows us to do these, these really, you know, fun off the cuff, not off the cuff boy. This took a while. This is not off the cuff at all. Uh, (laughs) But these fun things that um, allow us to really dive deep into the Lord of the Rings. And I think actually, you know, Michael, I'm, I'm really appreciative that we did, we did both the Silmarillion and on fairy stories first, because I think it'll give us a lot of insight into maybe um, the decisions that Peter Jackson made and why we think he should have made them differently.
1: Right. I've been thinking a lot about on fairy stories when I'm in, paying attention to these changes, because of course, a lot of the changes and may, we may end up sounding somewhat like a broken record, but there there will be times when I repeat myself when I say, "Look, here's another example of where, when you're you're the the director, you don't get what Tolkien is trying to do here." Um, in fact, one of one of our first three three short ones, I, I do in fact say exactly that. Um, but uh, well, yeah. So so Tolkien's underlying reasons are important, but you don't know that unless you've really imbibed on fairy stories and some of his other stuff.
0: Right. Yeah. For sure. Well, I think with that, I think it might be time to jump into our very first take on every film change in The Lord of the Rings. And that's going to be going to uh, the point that it's an adaptation.
1: It began with the forging of the great rings. Nine rings were gifted to the race of men who, above all else, desire power. Forged in secret, a master ring. One by one, the free lands of Middle Earth fell to the power of the ring.
0: All right. So we are talking about the point that this is an adaptation that the Lord of the Rings, the adaptation that Peter Jackson made, um, kind of brings up the point to me at least that is any adaptation of a book to film ever good? How many hmm. have there really been? Uh and so what happens is you have a great book, a great author like J.R. Tolkien, who has spent his entire life, everything leads up to this. And then you have a director who, sadly now for a lot of Tolkien's works, has been picked, handpicked by some studio executive and is in a passion project like Peter Jackson's was. But even then, Peter Jackson hadn't spent his life about Middle-earth. And so his insight into creating something that is as deep and as powerful as Tolkien's own story in the written word is just going to be lackluster. So... Um, that's my initial take on the adaptations. I, you know, I was, I was negative from the get go. I wasn't happy that they were making changes and they were, um, modifying the characters that I knew, uh, and the places that I saw in my own head. But that, that was my first thought of this. There's a problem with adaptations.
1: I I look at this in two ways. One is if you're going to make a movie out of a book, it's going to be an adaptation. There simply is no way to not to to put the book wholesale in you can't do thoughts in characters heads you can't do um i mean you can in sometimes in some ways but really for the most part you're not going to be able to convey everything that the book conveys You're going to you're going to have to adapt so i look at this in two lights the first is from the perspective of and i think um you know was it good um was it as good as the books never never will be i agree with your point that there are few to zero adaptations movie adaptations that are as good as a good book mm-hmm. however yeah. however the the real question is was it good for a movie adaptation and that's and that's what i the way i entered into it i never entered into it trying to compare it to the books except in terms of its plot lines and its or overall all in the intent of the storytelling arc so I'm a little more forgiving about <clears throat> the fact that it's an adaptation. Yeah, I, I don't see how it could not be. One of the things we we do need to address, however, is the Christopher Tolkien quote about this, where he says um, the commercialization has reduced the aesthetic and philosophic impact of the creation to nothing. A little extreme, but they eviscerated the books by making it an action movie for young people aged 15 to 25. So no. I see two general criticisms there by Christopher. And one is the reduction of the aesthetic and philosophic impact of middle earth on screen. So mm-hmm. reducing the, the aesthetic and the philosophy and two turning into a spectacle, essentially an action in his uh, opinion, an action movie for 15 or 25 years.
0: Well, I think that brings up the way we're going to go about doing this, which is going over three question, questions each week. Um, and you're much more gracious about adaptations that I am. I'm just unable to emotionally separate myself as well as a lot of people are. And I, I accept that. That's fair. Um, But the first question we're going to deal with is, is it lore friendly? Meaning does, is the simple fact that it's an adaptation, is it a lore friendly change? I know this is kind of, this is going to be a lot more easy to answer when we're very specific about the changes, but in this general one, right. That's the question that we're dealing with. So uh, is it lore friendly? I am. In our answer here, you know, this is just a yes/no question, right?
1: Right. We, In our, we're, we're, we're very black and white on our, on our two of our questions, and then the third one, we we give we allow ourselves yeah. a scale.
0: <clears throat> yeah. So is it lore friendly? Uh, that's 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 a no for me
1: i i agree it is not lore friendly and the reason it's not lore friendly is because by definition (laughs) when you adapt a book you are changing the lore so it's 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 just by its very nature it's necessarily not not lore friendly yeah and
0: i will tell you like when 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 they announced lord of the rings in uh 99 98 late 98 early 99 um i was excited but man i was scared too uh it was a very difficult time for me as a fan of tolkien because i really wanted it to be something great um and then i was very disappointed when i saw the films because it wasn't the characters that i knew and that i that i saw so okay so that that's our first question is it is it lore friendly our next question then is the change necessary for cinema again this is a lot simpler when it's not a super broad ranging question like it's an adaptation or well does an adaptation work so is the change necessary michael you can go first on this one
1: i say uh, given the reasons that i said before it is necessary for cinema you you do need to adapt uh, a book in order to put yeah. it on on screen yeah
0: yeah i i agree you have to adapt it um there are very few books that or anything that, that's adapted that that doesn't have any change right you have to make changes uh uh, and in some, like The Lord of the Rings, they make them shorter. In some, like The Hobbit, they make them incredibly long. Well, yeah, we,
1: <laughs> I, I, sadly, I am actually going to reference the Hobbit movies a few times during this um, because there are some surprising examples. But, but, um, but yes, the, we're not going to cover yeah. the Hobbit movies because the Hobbit movies are a travesty. No. In, in, if we do, as, as like, a whole.
0: Like we said, it'll be what, what did they get right? And that list will be a lot shorter than what they, right? It'll they, be super short. Changed. Yep. Yeah. Yep. All right. And so the last question is, is, How much do we like the changes now? I mean, maybe this is putting the cart before the horse and that like, we're kind of like taking the whole adaptation and saying like, how much do we like the films, I guess in a way, or how much do we like that they made an adaptation is perhaps the better way of putting it.
1: I think that's better. I I don't think like a judgment we can, I guess we can come up with a judgment of the whole films. I, that would be weird because I, I actually have different numbers for different um, of the films, but, but let's avoid that one and just go with what you said which was how much do we like the fact that they adapted? Is that, is, is that your question?
0: Yeah, yeah. I think on a scale of one to five, um, no zero, Michael and I had this discussion, there's no zeros on this scale. So don't go after us if we don't give anything a zero. We're starting with one. One is the worst, okay? Just putting that out there, clarify for anybody who's binging this from the get-go like six years from now. Uh, I, I'm gonna split the difference. I'm just gonna say a three. Um, because there were things that I liked, whoops, there were things that I liked and there were things, um, there Best were things that I couldn't stand. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. I'm, I'm going to split the difference. Um, you know, if, 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 if it was right after I saw the fellowship of the ring, I would have given it a one it, or really would have, uh, interesting Time. So the, y- the
1: years have softened your opinion. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Then... Um,
1: because I'm not allowed to use half points, I'm going to go with a four. I do. Oh. Li- I I like the fact that that they made the adaptation because that was. I think that was the only thing I could do. I do like the fact because of how it was done. Because it was a. It was a. Um, I believe mm-hmm. a, a well intentioned and somewhat well carried out. In fact, in some places, largely well carried out adaptation of the books. Um, I'm have plenty to complain about, but I think overall, I'm I'm more happy than I am not that uh, that this was that Lord of the Rings was adapted by Peter Jackson. Now, if if we had this number for the Ralph Bakshi, for example, or or others, uh that Peter Jackson's attempt at the Hobbit or Rings of Power, the number would um, be much less. But I actually I'm I'm favorable towards the adaptation. So there you go
0: that's like getting a B. I might, my, my, it's like 80%. I'm down to 60. I'm I'm, like, I'm, I'm on the verge of an F for this, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I think all in all, I mean, looking back, uh, knowing what we get with a lot of adaptations, that's probably softened my stance a lot too, because a lot of the adaptations you get now, because they're so, as I mentioned earlier, there's such a corporate exercise. They're just not, uh, up to par up to any sort of, um, there's no fire under anybody to create these here other than the almighty dollar. It seems like, um, and they pay a ton to get it. And then they don't pay enough to get somebody who really, really wants to do it, or they don't take the time to find somebody. Um, or maybe there's just no finding anybody at all. So anyway, adaptations, they're going down the tubes these days. I don't hold much hope out for most of these adaptations anymore. I'm, I'm, I'm more, I'm looking more forward to new stories that hopefully I like it.
1: And, and just to, cr- just so our listeners understand the five point scale from my, perspective, the way I'm looking at the five point scale is very simple. It's not a letter grade because then there would be one or two would both be F's. I know. Um, so it would be for me, if I, uh, love the change, if I think it's fantastic, I'll give it a five. If I think it's good or acceptable, I'll give it a four. If I'm ambivalent, I'll give it a three. If I dislike it a two, And if I despise it and I believe it's an abhorrence
0: then I will give it a one. So, so that's yes, my, right. that's my, scale. I, I would, I would concur. I would concur. All right. So we both agree that it's not lore friendly and we both agree that it's necessary, which is an interesting thing, which is an interesting thing. Well,
1: Uh, and very, very specific to this particular mm -hmm. change, because this is the overarching, the making of the movie.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, if you have a different thought about this and you're watching on YouTube, you know, give us a comment below. Let us know what you think about this. Is there there a change that you would make to our scale here? For me.
1: Mary. Mary. pace is quickened. Come on, Ghibli!
0: So that little montage um, is about a two minutes condensed down of uh, the beginning of the two towers uh, where we see the different, different, different stories coming together, intercut together. And this happens in the films, because if you haven't read the Lord of the Rings books uh, there are three books published, but each book consists of two books, book one, book two, book three, book four, book five, book six in um, fellowship, two towers and return of the king. Um, and other than books one and two, the storylines do not cross in the books it doesn't go chapter 14 is about uh the chase of Marion pippin and chapter 15 is about bilbo and or sam and frodo and then chapter 16 is back to uh theoden right no it doesn't do that it's 20 chapters of frodo and sam and then 20 chapters of the rest of the fellowship uh and the film doesn't do that so we're gonna let's talk about that. Is it is it, let let's talk about the very first thing. Is that lore friendly? Is it is it a good idea to change the structure of the film of the book that Tolkien wrote for the film? Or not not even is it a good idea. But does it does it match what Tolkien wanted to in the lore that he has there? So uh, weird question.
1: No, no, I I I think it's appropriate. I I actually think I'm I'm gonna be I'll probably right out the gate here for our first couple of them um, i might uh, di- disagree with you a little bit on this um this is intercutting in my opinion is intercutting is the movie equivalent of interlace which is a old in fact it's so old it's medieval um technique whereby different like they, they the french um uh, Arthurian legends. They would inter interlace stories of each of the knights looking for the Holy Grail, for example. And they would go jump from night to night, and then you wouldn't. They wouldn't tell the story all as one. They would. Mm-hmm. They would um, go jump back and forth. And I like what you showed us there because you you did your your little cuts, and I think that uh, that reminded me of how, when I'm reading uh, Two Towers to my children. You are correct that. There's a larger separation between Frodo and Sam and a bunch of chapters of them on in one quote unquote book in Tolkien, mm-hmm. and then the rest of the fellowship in another book in Tolkien. That's correct. But if you look at the other fellowship, it actually does interlace. It jumps. It jumps between. So the Merry and Pippin um, being carried by the by the or, by the Urukai jumps. You jump between um, the three. Uh, uh, Aragorn, Legolas and Gimli chasing them and then what happens to Merry and Pippin and it, mm-hmm. and, it, and it, so it does do a jumping back and forth. It, now it doesn't do it the way a movie does. And that's the hence the difference between interlacing, which is a novel version and inner cuts, because the yeah. movie like jumps within seconds sometimes of like you know you a scene what's happening sometimes minutes um And I just find that to be appropriate to a movie. Like there's a visual medium and
0: visual Mm -hmm. media
1: have different techniques.
0: But that's really our next question. This question is, does it support Tolkien's lore of the lore? Okay.
1: Is it lore friendly to do that? So my answer is going to be yes. And the reason my answer is yes, is because I see intercutting as the movie version of interlacing. So if you're going to do Tolkien interlaces, um, he does it in the long cuts. And, but, but he even makes references at certain points to what's happening, like with the the sunset before the long darkness, when he, he tells us that there's something happening, you know, this is the point in which the hobbits were here and the arrest of the company was there. Yeah, yeah. And so I say it's, it is lore friendly um, to it, do that.
0: I mean, unless, um, unless by doing it, they're changing how characters react because they know things differently. And uh, like, I, I don't see how, how it would. It would be really hard to make it not lore-friendly unless they're really changing it. But just the sheer act of intercutting the storylines doesn't make it not war friendly So I agree with that. It is, it is a yes for me, too. All right. So then let's get to the second question. Is the change necessary for cinema? This might be the easiest question we'll have in the entire 200-episode run. Of every change in Lord of the Rings, I say, well, yeah, it kind of is necessary because you can't go off and leave somebody. I mean, even Peter Jackson makes this point: you can't go off and leave somebody alone for 30, 40 minutes, and the, the you'll just forget about them. And then your time, sh- your timeline is all shifted. And honestly, that is in Lord of the Rings when you read it, it's one of the harder things to go back. Um, and when you go to Frodo and Sam, and then you go back to um, Marion Pippin, like, you, you, or, or actually, it's where, where you go from the fellow, you go from Frodo and Sam to the Fellowship. No, no, no. You go from The Fellowship to Frodo and Sam mm-hmm. and it, you're going back in time. We're
1: all the way back in time yeah. at Parth Golan. And so, yeah, it's, it's... The first
0: time I read that, it was a little tough. So I would say that sometimes mm-hmm. it's it's almost necessary for for regular books too. I don't think it's that necessary. But again, Tolkien wasn't a professional author. He wrote what he wanted to write the way he wanted to write it.
1: Well, and I remember when it became in vogue in the 80s, I was reading Tom Clancy novels. So you have Patriot Games and Cardinal of mm-hmm. the Kremlin and uh, Clear and Pros and Danger. And I remember him doing the jump essentially jump cuts in books like
0: how dare you few... forget red storm rising
1: red storm rising is awesome that's i love red storm one. rising yeah. world war three baby <laughs> um so so there's a uh, so that's gonna be that's gonna get clipped by someone somewhere it's gonna be terrible <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> luckily i'm not important enough for anyone to clip that but but there but you know he was doing that he was doing a movie a cinematic version even in books so yeah, yeah. yes so, yes what is so tea? big big yes it's totally totally yes (laughs) totally
0: (laughs) (laughs) totally yes uh it is it is necessary for cinema that brings us to our last question is how much how much do you like the change um man i i I guess it's i mean for me it's really a five Mm -hmm. uh i don't i don't see why uh you i mean you have to make the change otherwise you forget about stuff
1: right i agree um, i i really like i really like what they did i feel like it was so you're you're a five too i am just a continuation of what tolkien was trying to do himself
0: yeah yeah uh, our averages are a little high i mean we've only done two episodes now so your average is gonna yeah. be like 4.5
1: <laughs> wait till 4. wait till 4. we're 4. our <laughs> third weekend <and> we've got <laughs> these are, we're we're just setting the bar up a little bit so that we can <laughs> knock it down
0: <laughs> oh well just wait till the next the next part where we talk about how many poems and and songs were cut from the lord oh, yeah. of the rings
1: on, uh,
0: so you may be wondering why i picked that little scene uh, when we're talking about how many stories and poems were cut from the lord of the rings and is this a good bad or or generally myth? thing uh and that's because this scene here that of frodo in the prancing pony at brie what he actually does is he dances on a table and starts singing the song about the man in the moon and the cow jumped over it and all that sort of stuff and it's gone it's completely gone the lord of the rings is missing so many of the stories and poems that's what we're talking about here in fact i believe uh, i looked it up there are 61 poems and stories songs not stories 61 poems and songs in the lord of the rings uh according to i think it was wikipedia that i found it um many of them belong to tom bombadil which was completely cut from the film um but let's talk about that let's 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 talk about like is it like, before we even get into our three questions of is it lore friendly is a change necessary and how much do we like it what was your initial reaction when you realized so much of those stories songs and poems were cut from the films that peter jackson was making
1: my initial reaction was i understood why it was um because A lot of the songs and stories, um, the longer stories are going to have to be, there's going to be something put on the chopping block to turn um, uh, these books into uh, movies, if you're going to do a bunch of movies. So I understood it. It doesn't mean I didn't like it. I wouldn't have liked to see them, but I understood it from a cinematic perspective. That was my first reaction. What was yours?
0: I wish there were more of the original ones in there. I understand why they cut Frodo dancing on a table, it'd be a little awkward. I understand why they cut Tom Bombadil. I think um what what I missed the most is that uh there there are there's so little poetry and song for the elves. The elves don't sing it. Bilbo does. Bilbo has some that talks about it and Aragorn does, but the elves, do they ever have a poem or a song like that in the, in the Lord of the Rings films? I don't think so. And uh that's a huge loss in my opinion because it was more a part of their culture than the humans i mean the songs i guess you could say are part of the 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 hobbit culture but um that was missed that was my initial reaction then too uh though so okay so that will lead us right into this question of is cutting all these songs and poems that some people felt needed to be cut and other people missed like tom bombadil i understand why they cut we'll talk about that later uh is is it is it lore friendly michael so far you are on a 50 percent one out of two on our previous question oh
1: are we we going to read our score every time oh great all right (laughs) so is it lore friendly to cut songs and poems out of tolkien this is the man who was the uh, professor of anglo-saxon literature at oxford he built his career on a song slash poem uh, in the anglo-saxon culture which is beowulf and other and others that are like it and there's no way you can say it's lore-friendly to remove that from Lord of the Rings. No negative Batman.
0: Yeah, no, it's not completely wrong. 100% bad. <laughs> it's even worse than the Rings of Power. They 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 just completely excise everything. However, uh, in here, I still wish they would have done a few more. So
1: if you want to hear us say more about this, join our um, our group. Subscribe yeah, to us. Because in the in the members section, I am going to talk about the odd choice of them putting in a song that yeah. they didn't have in the books, which is mist and shadow, the Pippin song at, at Denethor. So
0: yeah, if you're, if you're, if you're, if you're, if you're not a member yet, you can become a member at the one slash member for $4 a month. You get our extended podcast, not these, if you're watching on YouTube in our shorts uh, in our shorts, <laughs> in our shorter episodes, <laughs> You'll not, never or, know. I'm still, I'm wearing, I'm wearing shorts right now. I'm, not I'm wearing shorts, up. but I'm not standing up. <laughs> uh, yeah. But you can become a member. Join us there. And you can hear us uh, and what we would have changed, what we would have done differently. We'll get some, some questions from some of our members too. Um, so the, the, it, yeah, it's completely not lore friendly, right? Tolkien spent so much time. His very first, w- w- he wrote poetry first. Anyway, really, uh, the Lay of Lathian, right? That was that was where he started. Um, and so, to completely excise it is not is not lore friendly. All right, let's get to our second question: Is the change necessary for cinema? Oh, m- much as I hate to admit it, uh, yeah, I think it's necessary for cinema. Um, you can't have long, like the entire Man in the Moon song on, uh, on the big screen. You can't have, uh, Bilbo reciting, um, uh, what's, what was that, that, um, in Rivendell, uh, was it the Elbereth Gilfoniel mm-hmm. um, uh, poem. So yeah, I, I, I think it's kind of necessary, even though maybe in today's day and age, if this were done as a, uh, 12 part episode on Apple TV plus or Netflix or pick your, uh, pick your streaming service like maybe they'd they'd put it in and it'd be uh it'd be kind of cool to see them do that. I mean they put the whole let's talk about the hobbit. They put in the whole uh song of the the mountain the uh misty mountains, right? Far away. They put mm-hmm. that in there. They did the whole um uh what is it? Uh, bang the pots and crack the pla- that movie ruined that that song for me. The 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 the, the, the put the the clean the dishes song. <laughs> chip the bottles and crack. The there place. it is. That's it. chip the bottles. it was crack the plates all right michael what do you think is the change necessary for some chips
1: the bottles and crackers well i'm going to quote um something that i almost never do which is i'm going to reference the fact that they actually put in the misty mountain song or at least a shortened version of it in the hobbit i'm going to quote the hobbit in a pot the Hobbit movie in a positive way because i've always stood by the fact that the first half hour to 40 minutes of the hobbit was Uh, good yes right in and and that shows you that you can have a song in there and they can fit a song so they could have put more songs they even put the they did the mist and shadow and in, in, we'll talk about that later but anyway so i am actually going to disagree with you i'm going to say it was hmm. not necessary that they could have put in more would they have been able to put in all of them no but i d i'm deeply wounded by the yeah. lack of song and so and so uh yeah I, I do not think it was necessary i understood why they did it
0: Maybe, But, we I, need but, to but define... I've changed
1: my opinion over time and I've hmm. come to realize that, that it isn't actually, I don't think it was necessary. I
0: guess uh, the question is, what does necessary mean? Mm-hmm. Does necessary mean uh, watchable? Does it mean accessible? Does it mean you couldn't do it? To me, it means the decision had to be made in order to uh, make the film accessible to people, more accessible to
1: Well, or, or another way of, see, with the way I, the filter that I use for necessary is... If you had represented on film the way it happened in the book, would it have um, added to the storytelling or contributed to the storytelling or would it have detracted from it? So, so, if it detracted, then it was necessary to put it on to for, for the cinema. But if it could have, you could have added to it and been more lore friendly, then it was not necessary. And they proved it. Jackson proved it with the Misty Mountains song in The Hobbit that you can mm-hmm. put the songs in and have them be. I'm like, one of the most fun we have is the chanted version takes like, man, you're starting to convince me 40. No, you can't change your can't change Uh, your mind. We got to be different (laughs) (laughs) on this one. So (laughs) let's move on.
0: (laughs) All right. All right. So that's, that's number three, many stories. By the way, um, if you haven't yet submitted a change that we missed, just go to the one ring.com slash changes. And you can submit it there because uh, I'm sure we missed something. I mean, you can be as specific as you want and it, it takes just a second to uh, to fill out a form. We don't ask for email. We just say, give it, give us your information and uh, or give us the, what you think the change is and we'll, we'll throw it in the list. So please go to thewinter.com slash changes and uh, let us know what we did miss moving forward into this series. All right, so that brings us to our, our last question that we have to deal with, which is how much do you like the change? How much do you like that they cut out so many of tolkien's wonderful little nonsense tales nonsense poems his deep quenya poems right how much do we like that change this is hard um because if it were poem by poem i could it would be a whole lot easier but to do it as a as an entire holistic look at do they cut it how much do i like it um I, I I'm somewhere between one and two, Michael, but I, I guess I guess I'll give it a two because it's not the abject worst possible thing. I'm gonna give it a two,
1: right? So I also will give it a two um, because it is not an an abhorrence to me. It is not something where I say this is ev- the opposite of everything Tolkien. It's a great miss. I dislike. Yeah. I, I greatly dislike the fact that they cut out the poems. But it is not contrary, completely contrary. There's a difference between cutting out something that's good and 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 com- completely opposing Tolkien's ideas and reversing them, which would I, deserves a one in my mind. So I dislike, so I agree with you on it too.
0: Hmm. So that'd be interesting. Let's talk about um let's talk about the extended podcast for uh members if you go to the com slash member and become a member. Uh let's talk about what 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 poems like what what would we have wished we'd seen the most? Which poem like if we could pick one or two uh out of the stories, which one would they have picked or would, would we have picked? Um, I mean, you know what's funny? Let's talk what 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 Peter Jackson tried to do with The Lord of the Rings was they took words from um From the film and they made them into other songs too right or they put the the songs in different people's mouths so uh aragorn sang the lay of lathian uh pippin's song the edge of night song that he sang when uh denethor was was popping cherry tomatoes out of his mouth uh that was uh from bilbo's walking song in the fellowship of the ring near the beginning um may it be is like one line and then the rest is made up uh the drinking song i believe is completely fake uh aragorn's coronation song if i remember right is um is just something he says at the end he doesn't actually sing it so they tried to put some in but they didn't put a lot in they or they what they did is they 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 shifted things and they moved things so what like what are your thoughts on that whole shifting and moving of things like instead of actually taking what was there because i think philippa boynes had a good time doing that that was her that was her mojo. That was her M.O. She would go through and-
1: Yeah, to me, it, it has to be a case-by-case basis. Like what are you shifting and why, and looking at each one. I In general, I don't like it. I don't like shifting. I'd, yeah. I'd rather I'd rather keep it with Tolkien. I mean, this is gonna be the trend. If you, everyone who listens to this is gonna understand, like we are generally speaking purists. You're probably more of a purist in one sense than I am. Um, I'm, I give a little more grace, perhaps. We'll see by the ratings by the end. But um, <laughs> but but there's a but there is a, um, I think there's a difference um, no. in what you're shifting and why. Um, there are some shifts that I I totally understand and agree with, and others that I didn't. And we're going to cover some of them in the weeks to come.
0: Yeah. All right. And we're going to cover a little bit more too in our extended podcast. So if you want to get our extended podcast, go to theordering.com/slash/member and become a member. Just like Harrison Adam Lennon took, who are more than just members. They are sponsors. They give us more above and beyond um, what we deserve, but uh, we certainly are grateful. So uh, go to TheWing.com slash member. We'd appreciate it. And you can get the extended podcast on your phone and your computer and YouTube through Discord, all those wonderful, great great places. And if you have a change, again, go to the onering.com slash changes and let us know if there is a change for the Lord of the Rings. So uh, thanks all, everybody, for watching. We'll be back next week with two or three more of the changes in the Lord of the Rings. But for now, it's off into our extended podcast.
1: Goodbye, freeloaders.